Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. This is episode 40, and it is how to build a friendship with God. First, I want to thank you guys for listening. Man, we're closing in on 67,000 streams this year. That is incredible to me. I think we're going to hit 100,000 by the end of the year before 2023. That's remarkable to me. And so I want to say thank you. And I want to invite you to help us keep this thing going. You know, I am a, I run a nonprofit now called Overcomers, Overcomers Incorporated, and everything I do is fueled and funded by generous donors like you. That is how I pay my bills, support my family, is by people who give, and uh, we're so thankful. And so if you want to partner with us, you can click one of the various links in the description of this podcast, or you could go to my website, shanewinnings.com, and hit the Give button. We're not asking for people to give a 1000 a month, unless you feel led. We're just saying, hey, would you consider $5 a month, a cup of coffee a month? You know, if 100 people gave $5 a month, um, that would go a long ways. And so help us keep this thing going. If you like what you hear, support us, and also make sure you're following. Follow on Spotify, Apple, or Anchor. Um, hit that bell, turn on the notifications so that you get updated when I make a new post of a new episode like this one. So we're going to talk about friendship with God. Well, friendship begins with belief. First, you have to actually believe that you are a friend of God. Now, it's important to walk in a reverence and in a fear of the Lord, and that is a healthy fear. And I think walking in a fear of the Lord could be its own episode. Maybe I'll do that one next. But... There's this concept that we need to grab a hold of where we balance a reverence for the Lord, which the Bible says to fear the Lord is to hate what is evil, right? So we understand that I don't want to violate our relationship because God is a holy, mighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God. He is the one true God. He is the creator of everything. And so I live my life in this place of reverence because I understand that. But I had to get a drink of water. It's important to understand this. Yes, he's our Lord. Yes, he is the only true God. Yes, he is almighty. Yes, he spoke everything into existence. He could could destroy our body and our soul in hell. Like the Bible says, like, don't fear man who can only destroy your body. Fear God. So we have this reverence, but he has called us a friend to those of us who believe in his name. To those of us who are born again, we are not enemies of God anymore. We're not even servants. We're friends. But as friends, as followers of Jesus, we do lay our lives down to serve him. I don't want you to get this twisted up. We are servants of the Lord, but he has not called us to be servants. He's called us to be his kids. The Bible says that he gave us the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. It is a humble position that we must take to say, I want to serve and follow the Lord. I want to submit, I want to yield, I want to humble myself, but I also recognize that he has called me a friend, and so I think it's okay for me to call him a friend. Are you following with me here? 
friendship with God starts with belief. A lot of people that I meet that don't have intimacy with God, they lean heavily on the reverence and on the fear of God. But that often leaves us walking on eggshells because we're worried. We're going to let God down. We're going to tick him off. He's going to be on, you know, he's going to be upset. We'll get on his bad side. Man, we need to walk in this place of friendship. And again, this comes out of John 17. You can really see Jesus' desires. And I've gone over this before in a couple of other, other podcasts. But, I mean, just listen to the way that Jesus is talking about his disciples. He says, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. Um, let's see. I have given them your word. The world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Um, sanctify them. As you sent me, I have also sent them. Here we go. Verse 20 of chapter 17. He prays for all believers. He says, I don't just pray for my disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me. And I am in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Father, verse 24, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am. And that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. Down in verse 26, he says, The love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. There's a lot of, as we are, so are they, passages in John 17. Jesus' desire is that we would walk in the same abiding love of God that he walked in said, Lord, Father, excuse me, he's saying, Father, you and I share this incredible love. You're in me and I'm in you. I want the same thing for all of those who will believe in me. Like this is, and it even says that you may be glorified, that people will know that you are real. The purpose of God friendship is that the world will see through our love that God has to be real. It's actually so important that we become friends of God. How do we become friends of God? How do we build this intimacy? You go to Matthew, I believe, chapter 6, where Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray. He says, Go in secret where your Father hears you. Close the door, right? Just you guys. This is just like an earthly friendship or an earthly relationship. Listen, when I was when I met my wife, imagine if all we ever did was hang out once a week for an hour and a half around a bunch of other people. And, and during that time, we never really sat face to face. We were just kind of with other people. How close do you think we would have gotten? Imagine if the only time my wife and I talked was in the car on the way to work or on the way to the store. Imagine if the only time I messaged my wife was when I needed something or on the occasion when I was thankful for her. 
You see, we wouldn't have much of a relationship at all. We definitely wouldn't have intimacy. We wouldn't be married and we wouldn't have a son. But what is so interesting is that we can't seem to make the connection that relationship with God is no different. There's a lot of people that think that they can just go to church once a week for an hour, hour and a half, sing some songs, hear a message, put a couple bucks in the jar. That's it. What kind of friendship is that going to build? There's people that think, well, I talk to God in the car on the way to the store or on the way to work every morning. I talk to him on the way to work. Like, I mean, that's that's better than nothing, but is that what you're satisfied with? Is that the friendship that you want? Because I'm telling you that when the trials come and when the fiery darts of the enemy come, you're going to need a relationship with God to fall back on, to lean on, to pull on in times of trouble. Because you cannot war in the spirit in your flesh and you shouldn't even want to you should want to lean on christ at all times because you recognize one he is the source of life and the source of peace and the and his joy is our strength two we'll be overcoming our flesh easily one demon could easily overpower a human but one christian walking filled with the spirit of god can take on all of hell Why? Because the Spirit of the living God lives inside of us, and God will never be overcome. But that's not something that you can simply grab a hold on to intellectually. Like, oh, I intellectually know that God is all-powerful. No, do you have a revelation of that? Like, is it real to you? Do you know Him? Does He know you? Jesus is God in the flesh. And so the person of Jesus reveals to us an invisible God. Maybe some of you don't have intimacy with God because you're, you feel guilty. You feel like you've let him down. You feel ashamed. You feel condemned. Look at, look at how God views your friendship. Look at Peter. Peter denied Christ. And when Jesus came back from the dead, he told the two women, go and tell my brothers. One translation says, and Peter. He didn't say, go tell my no good, two-faced, backstabbing, lazy, cowardly disciples, has been disciples. No, he didn't say that. He said, go tell my brothers. Jesus is a person who does not hold a grudge. He lives out 1 Corinthians 13 because he is 1 Corinthians 13. The Word is Jesus. He is the Word. Love doesn't seek its own. Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. This is him. You see, even in times of utter betrayal, even in times where the Bible says when Jesus was arrested that night, all his disciples forsook him and scattered He still says, go tell my brothers, and it's not so I can gather them up and give them a piece in my mind. No, he shows up and he says, peace to you guys. Peace. Everybody relax. I'm not upset. I'm not here to crush you all. You're my brothers. See, God still sees you as a friend if you are his child. 
because you are covered by the blood of Jesus and you have been made right, not by your good deeds, not by your right actions. Listen, if your righteousness is determined by you being good, then that means by being bad, you could become unrighteous. And so now we've fallen back into works. Well, that isn't how it works. We're covered by grace. We're saved by grace through faith, and not of ourselves. It's a gift from God, not by works, lest anyone should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. So even when you feel bad, because maybe you haven't done a lot of works, or you have fallen into sin, you have been lazy about your faith, that doesn't disqualify you, just as much as being good doesn't qualify you. We are qualified by the blood of Jesus alone. We have been reconciled. Remember, it's called the ministry of reconciliation. We have been reconciled. We have been made right with the holy God who we were once enemies of. But he loved us anyways, and he demonstrated that love even while we were enemies and sinners by sending Jesus to die for us. And now because we've been made right through the flesh of Jesus Christ, through death, we are now presented to God as holy, blameless, and above reproach. At all times. In Colossians 1, it continues on and says, If indeed you continue in the faith. What this means is this. To the level that you believe and walk in this revelation is the level that you will see yourself the way God sees you. Does that make sense? If you don't believe you're holy, blameless, and righteous, then you won't live that way. You have to believe the word and continue in faith, believing that, wow, the blood of Jesus really did make me holy. The blood of Jesus really made me blameless. No charge against me. It made me righteous. I never could have done that. Thank you, God. I'm going to walk in this truth every day, even if I don't feel it. Even if I failed you, I thank you that there's grace for me to just turn away from the things that I've fallen short in and continue walking on the narrow path. This is the life that Jesus paid for to get us on the narrow path in relationship to our Father, with our Father, walking towards the narrow gate. Sadly, many people don't even think about this stuff. They just attend church, if they do, and that's Christianity. I don't know about you, but I want God friendship. Because I'm telling you from experience, when the enemy comes, when death is at your door, when despair is all around you, when hopelessness is all around you, Sunday church attendance and good religious talk is not going to help you out. You need friendship with God. That will completely transform the way you see God and the way you see yourself. And you will endure through trials, tribulations, persecutions, temptation, whatever it is. Because it's not an intellectual, theological bit of information anymore. It's not just a story that you believe. It's a person that you know. That's what's going to get you through. That's what's going to change your life. Friendship with God. Amen? Well, hey this encouraged you, would you share it with someone? Hit that copy link button, text it to a few people, um, post it to your 
Facebook or your Instagram story, tag me in it. Help me get this word out. I believe if we had a world that was walking in friendship with God, it would look a lot different than it does now. Yeah? Hey, listen, I have a book out. It could really help you, especially growing in some of these truths. I wrote about it in this nine-week devotional. It's only 10 bucks. It's called I Will Always Overcome. You can either buy it on Amazon or my website, shanewinnings.com. Faith International University. It's a Christian college that you need to attend. It is inexpensive. It's accredited. Partnered with many major ministries around the nation, like big ministries that you know. There's a reason everyone is switching to faith. You can also attend school at your own pace online from anywhere in the country. And you can go after a bachelor's, master's, or PhD. It's an incredible program. Go to faithiu.edu, click request more information, tell them you got here because of me or my podcast, and my friend who's the dean of students and vice president of the school will follow up with you. He's an amazing guy named John Wheeler. You can find me on social media at shane.winnings or on YouTube. Just search for my name. And as always, we're going to pray for healing because I believe God still heals today. So, if you have an issue in your body, I want you to just hold your hands out in front of you like you're going to receive a gift, and I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for this person. I thank you that you love them, Lord, and you paid the price for them to be healed on the cross. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, I command every affliction every sickness, every infirmity, every bit of pain and every limitation to leave in Jesus' name. Be healed right now for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, test your body out. Check it. See that the pain left or that the sickness disappeared. Send me a DM on Instagram. I want to hear about your testimony, what happened to you. We've had people be healed just through these podcasts, and I believe it's going to continue because that's who God is. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share this with someone so they can be encouraged too, and we will see you next time.